0: Love Talk Radio. Well praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishops Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you, amen? They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn On The Light Broadcast. It's Turn On The Light Broadcast with Bishops Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the Assistant Pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International, in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders of Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Ball Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday School and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday. Actually every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917 388 4161 and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The site of the world, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. And they're also having an event this evening. A couple of events, actually. One event they're having is community outreach picnic. Everyone is invited. And it begins at 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on the church grounds. And they're also having a last day of summer car show and celebrity basketball game. That's today at 3 p.m. So those are two events that they're having today. Well, before we get to the word, we're going to hear a song, amen. better than all these things and then the first song spoke about Lord make me better I want to be more like you God that should be our cry every day mold me better Make me better. I want to be more like you. I want to act more like you. Even though we've been created in his image and out of his likeness We still should cry out to be more like you. better than all these things. I'm not caught up in what you blessed me with, but I'm caught up in you, glory to God. I'm caught up in you. I'm caught up in being more like you. I'm caught up in acting more like you. I'm caught up in the things that represent you. Not in the things of the world. For you are better than all these things. I thank you for them. But I'm not caught up in them. I'm caught up in you. Make me better, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for once again for calling in. Just want to get out a few birthday shout outs. Amen. We've had two in the past week. One is my cousin Daryl, as we call him, Lily Boy. Happy birthday, sir. Made that big 50. Half a century. Glory to God to know his story, how God has blessed him, to overcome the things that he's endured. Hallelujah. And then his mother, Aunt Fanny B, celebrated her birthday a couple of days ago. 71. Glory to God. And then we have a special birthday that's coming up. All of them are specials, but I'm kind of biased to this one. My wife's birthday is the 28th, glory to God. Love you, Stephanie. Yes, yeah, that's a special birthday. I'm not ashamed to say it. If all birthdays are special, this birthday, as the song says, is better than all those special birthdays. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We're going to get into the word. Actually, it's quite a few birthdays in August in our family. I can't remember all of them. As they say, charge it to to my mind, not my heart. Love you. Coming out of the book of 2 Timothy, and actually the book of Titus, we're going to start off with two scriptures. 2 Timothy, the first chapter, and Titus, the first chapter. We're going to be reading 2 Timothy 1, 13, and Titus 1, and nine 2nd Timothy 1 and 13 Titus which is right after 2nd Timothy 1 and 9 2nd Timothy reads hold fast the form of sound doctrines of sound words hold fast the form of sound words thou has heard of me, in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. This is Paul talking to Timothy. He says, hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me, in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. And Titus 1 and 9 reads, Holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers So he's speaking to, to Timothy, and he's also speaking to Titus. He told Timothy to hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me, in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. And in Timothy, he says, holding fast words as he hath been taught, that he may be able, by sound doctrine, both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. The title of the message this morning is Sound Words, Sound Doctrine. Sound words sound doctrine. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us, keeping us in their care of God, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning To see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father. Thank you, Father. For waking us up with a sound mind. Hallelujah. To be in a right mind, Father. to recognize just how good you are. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, Father, who you sent to be the propitiation of, for our sins, to take the sins of the world to the cross, Father. Thank you, Father, for allowing Jesus to be sacrificed, to be crucified, Father. And thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. Hallelujah. But he went on a mission, Father. He went on an assignment. To take the keys of hell from Satan. Glory to God. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day. With all power. And even delegating that power to us, Father. Saying this power that I have, I now give unto you. Go unto all the world. And preach the gospel. Teaching all nations. Hallelujah. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Ghost. Thank you Father for. Receiving Jesus into heaven. With his sinless precious blood. Conquering. Hell. Hell death, sin, and the grave. Thank you for the victory, Father. Thank you, Father, for sending Holy Spirit, our guide, our comforter, our teacher, our friend. Thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for considering us, Father. For calling us your own. And now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal, Father. That you may be glorified in all that we say and all that we do. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Sound words, sound doctrine. Paul was reminding them of the teachings that they have learned from them. because A lot was going on. There were false doctrines, false teachers, imitators, of the gospel imitators of the gospel so paul was reminding them remember what i've taught you stand on those those teachings those sound words those that sound doctrine the gospel of Jesus Christ when we look at what's going on today it's a lot of exposing that's happening truth Is unfolding. Truth is being revealed. And lies are being exposed. But if you don't know the truth, you will be deceived. By the lies. And and the lies are, are, are so, they're so deceptive that they're right in front of our eyes. As some say, hidden in plain sight. A lot of things are going on right before our eyes. They're so bold with it. That if you're not careful, a lot of people are going to believe what they're seeing and what they're hearing. But we must know the truth in order to recognize the lies that again. We must know the truth in order to recognize the lies. Let's look at something. Exodus, the seventh chapter. Exodus, the seventh chapter. going to start at verse one and it reads and the Lord said unto Moses see that's key the very first thing God told Moses to do was to see recognize Says, see, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. And Aaron, thy brother, shall be thy prophet. See, right there, he gave Moses his identity. See, Paul said, we gonna we gonna come back here. Let's go to Romans one sixteen. Just want to show us something. Romans one sixteen. Actually, we'll start at verse fifteen. It says, "So as much as in me is." I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Now, now understand, understand this statement that Paul is making. Rome during that time was the greatest, and and had the the most eloquent the most sophisticated the most educated professors and teachers during that time but but Paul said I am ready first of all I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. He he, he knew who he was. He was prepared. He said, I'm ready. And then verse 16 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. How many can say that? For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? For it is the power of God. If 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 everyone just as 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 he said would hold fast to that understanding. For it is the power. Of God unto salvation, everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek, to everyone that believeth, he says, I, I, I'm I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Now now let's. Romans, over to chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. I'm going to start at verse 8. And it reads, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, meaning the word is near. The the word is is right before you, is is closer than you even think. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth Hmm. and in thy heart. But are we
1: speaking it?
0: Are we sharing it? That is the word of faith which we preach. That's what the word is. The gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the word of faith. everything outside of that are words of fear. So it is the word of faith which we preach that if thou shalt confess if that's the condition if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture said, whosoever believeth on him, Shall not be ashamed. That's why Paul started off by saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Verse 12 reads, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all. Enrich is rich unto all that call upon him. There's no difference. I don't care what your status is, I don't care what your title is, I don't care what your position is for i am not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ then it goes on to say for whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be That's the ultimate goal. That's why this gospel, this doctrine, must be preached. See, God said that it is not his will that anyone should perish. but that they would come to the knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ. Come to the knowledge. Know, know who he is. And, and, and he's so confident in that that if, if someone knows who Jesus Christ is, not 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 just heard of him. Not just know of him. But, but once you know who Jesus is, glory to God, you can't help but to acknowledge it. And accept it. As your Lord and Savior. Once you know who he is. That's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power unto salvation. To everyone that believes. Verse 14 says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Esaias said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing the word of God. So what are you listening to that's hindering your faith? Whose word
1: What doctrine?
0: Are you watching the headline news? Or are you listening to the good news? The good news of the gospel. What has your attention? The more you hear the word of God, the more faith you have, the more you hear the worldly news, reports, headlines. the more fear it creates. Agenda. We have to understand who's behind it. See, a lot of stuff that the news reporters say is already written they're just reading they're reporting what they're reading and a lot of times you could hear it in their voices you could hear the fear even while they're reading certain certain things So that same fear is being projected. That same fear is being released. As we shared last week, it's spiritual. What we hear and what we see affects what we say and what we do. What we hear and what we see affects what we say and what we do. That's why over in Proverbs 4th chapter it says to guard your heart with all diligence protect it With everything in you. For out of it. Out of your heart. Are the issues. Or the forces. Of life. In your heart. Is what's forcing you. To say. And do. Guard your heart. That's why it says. The more you hear. The gospel. Of Jesus Christ. The word of God the more faith you have. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it must be shared. Jonah Jonah, he, he understood the power of God's words, that he even re- refused to go to Nineveh, because he knew if they only heard the word of God, that they would be chained. And that's exactly what happened. So we must know and understand the power of God's word, the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of, of sound words. of sound doctrine. Now let's go back to Exodus. Just wanted to lay that foundation. Exodus, the seventh chapter. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. And Aaron, thy brother, shall be thy prophet. See, a lot of people don't understand that when God sends you to someone, that person may have an image of you that you don't even know about yourself. That's why you should be ashamed. When, when God sends you to a person, he's, he's, he's already put in that person a perception of who you are. A lot of times, people don't even obey God. And they miss their assignment. That's why it doesn't matter who that person is. This is the king And and in the beginning, Moses was afraid to go because he was a stutterer. He didn't understand the authority that God had given him. Approach the king. And to command the king to let God's people go. That's authority. Verse 2 says, Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. And Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that. He sent the children of Israel out of his land. But listen to this next verse. It says, I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. God says, even though I'm sending you
1: to tell Pharaoh
0: to let my people go. See, he's not going to hearken unto you. He's not going to listen to you. Because I've hardened his heart. Because I have to show him some things. Verse 5 reads, and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth mine hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. God gave him his assignment and he showed him the end result. He already knew it. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them. So did they. Did what he said because they knew their assignment. And they knew who they were. And they knew who was in control. And they knew the outcome. The truth that you know shall make you free. The truth that you know shall make you free. They knew their assignment. They knew their authority. They knew who was in control. And they knew the outcome. It says that Jesus was able to endure the cross understand understand what what that's saying to endure the cross now that that there was nothing wrong with the cross. But the process, that's what that's talking about. He endured the process of the cross, the beatings, the ridicule, the torture, the agony, the pain. The suffering, even to the point where he felt alone when he cried out, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Now understand. Understand who Jesus is. Jesus lived in the presence of God. But to be in a place where he felt like God had forsaken him. But even that He endured the cross even to the point of death because of the joy that was set before him. He knew his assignment. He knew his authority. He knew who was in control. And he knew the outcome says, for the joy that was set before him, God does not give you the assignment, the outcome. I'm going to say that again. God does not give you the assignment without giving you the outcome. The question mark is, how long? The question mark is, what is it that we're going to have to endure? But if we hold on to the sound word, if we hold on to the sound doctrine, if we hold on of knowing the outcome, that's victory. That's victory. That's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it's the power of God. I don't care who it is. Nobody is greater. Nobody is more powerful. Then the word of God is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth sound words
1: sound doctrine.
0: Sound word, sound doctrine. We already have the assignment, we already have the authority, we already know who's in charge, and we already know the outcome. That's why. There's no reason to be ashamed. God does not give the assignment without giving the outcome. It goes together. He's Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. Already done. What he's told us to do. He's already done what he's told us to do. Says, if my people. Who are called by my name. Shall humble themselves. And pray. And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then. I will heal. Then I will. Forgive. Their sins. And then. I will heal. Their land. The condition is if if we do our part his part is already done. If we do our part his part is already done. Sound words sound doctrine. He's already given us the assignment. Go. He's already given us the authority. In my name. He's already told us who's in charge. He is. It's the power of God. He's in control. And he's already shown us the outcome. We already have the victory. He's already done it. All we have to do Is walk it out. Sound words, sound doctrine. Love you. God bless you. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Father, for reminding us of who you are. Almighty God, the great. I am. For there's nobody greater. There's nobody more powerful. And now knowing and understanding that, Father, it gives us the confidence to go and do what you've said. For we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Thank you for your sound word, Father. Thank you for your sound doctrine. For you said, you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. We thank you and we praise you. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sound words, sound doctrine. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Wood.